Jakes was hanging out at a rapper and twerking party. What? That Puff Daddy helped. He's sitting right there. OTD Snakes. <laughs> Amen. They there twerking and everything. TD Snakes right there. Swallow your energy. Swallowed up. Oh, Have you ever been man. swallowed up? Have you gone through a time of swallowing where Pause. everything was overwhelming and you. Pause. Pause. Illegal fireworks this year. Plus, Annika Abbott is tracking the break in the June gloom. But first, let's begin with News Channel reporter John Palminteri live in Santa Barbara. John, you found out city leaders are getting complaints about unpermitted street vendors. Now, local business owners that have followed the rules, paid their fees, hired local workers, and run clean operations are loudly complaining to city leaders about street vendors and these full-blown street kitchens like the one behind me saying that they're no longer an occasional pop-up. They're here day and night, and they're taking away customers. The number of unpermitted food vendors in and around Santa Barbara has been heating up a growing concern. They're showing up with bacon-wrapped hot dogs outside of music venues, nightclubs, and in this case, right next to the tables of an open restaurant on State Street, downtown. It's concerning to local permitted small business owners. And now City Hall, the health department, police and fire have all had complaints. They're pretty upset about it and they're, they're demanding that we do something about it. The city has gone out to help these vendors get approved permits. Unfortunately, their response to that has been nothing. They, they haven't called me or emailed me. To me, that's just an indicator that they don't want to do it the way that, that it should be done. The city says many of these nightly vendors are from Los Angeles, and local owners who went through the process are now paying the price. They have followed all those rules, and they can see the negative impact financially that they've had. The makeshift setups are authentic, but City Hall says there are health, safety, fire, public access, and bike lane issues. There's been a lack of hand-washing stations, the lack of refrigeration, and they use coolers. And again, keeping that temperature control is, is very inconsistent. You cannot be located within five feet of a crosswalk, let alone blocking a sidewalk, let alone blocking a multi-use pathway. Some vendors are also using decorative city planners for their setups on State Street. During the day, mobile vendors are viewed differently by state rules than the larger street kitchens. In addition to the hot food vendors, there are also cold food vendors, like these at the base of Stearns Wharf. While most are not permitted, they are also not blocking the sidewalk. For those coming here, they say the food is delicious and different from their local restaurants. The pastor, you see the way that they do it? So that is also the first thing we said is like, we're going to get pastor back. You can see here, they specialize for tacos only. Yeah. So over there, they make, you know, a lot of other things. So we, we like, when they do these things, they make more flavor on it. Food may be great, and, and we don't want to knock them for wanting to be business owners. Again, we just want to make sure that they're permitted. That's the only thing. Enforcement efforts have resulted in some citations for fire concerns, but it's been a moving target. If we shut down one or two, three locations earlier in the evening, they'll show up at another location later on. Again, that, that food has moved.
We talked to some of the operators here to ask them about getting a permit or where they were from. Many of them said they're workers, not the owners. Social media comments about this have been explosive with so many people saying the food is good. It fits their budget. It's cheap. It's what they want. And they say these vendors should not be picked on. But others say they're paying their fees. They're locally owned and they might go bankrupt if this continues. Reporting live in Santa Barbara, I'm News Channel reporter John Palmentary. Thank you, John. Oh. How, how was it? Uh, shit, it was cool. It, it was, it, it was cool. I mean, you know, shit, when I, when I go places, I be in the city and in the hood for real, like, I, I, I never went to the suburbs or I never, I never was anywhere where the people weren't, like, you know, when I go to a city, I really go to the city. Yeah. So, you know, no, no, I no, I don't check in. Uh, I don't need a guy. Nigga, they got back question all that for that. I, I go to the hood as much. I, I will, I will say this, like, man, bro, things happen there and it just be all good. Like a murder ain't really that big of a thing. Yeah, we talking about Oakland, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Oakland, man. <laughs> Woo! And, yeah. and I'm going to tell you something. The Mexicans out there, they just be hustling, bro. Like, they, anything that could be sold, they do it, and they do it in an open-air fashion. And I, I've never, you know, I don't think black people should be trying to be like nobody but themselves, but there are things we can look at. Yeah. Right? And we can implement this. Like, for instance, out there, like, self-owned business, I think just as many Mexicans making money for themselves as going to work. Right? Like, here niggas just want to work for somebody yeah. or work with somebody right we the our our thing is that we would rather have one percent uh ten thousand than a hundred percent of 150 yeah right because we we care about being affiliated with shit right this is why when niggas get certain shit they tell everybody, oh, I'm on the Longshore Casual. I work for Metro. I got a relationship with the Seahawks because they feel that that's worth more than them having something to pass on to their children. Good morning, baby. Yeah. All this stuff that we love and we praise in Seattle, Microsoft, right? Yeah. Google, Amazon. We can't pass none of that shit down to our kids. Oh, no. Okay. And my mistake, I own a business for 20 years, right? Right. And uh, and uh, I and I sold it, but and yeah, I was in the grind for 20 years as an entrepreneur, paid my bills, everything, and you know it was cool. Uh, well, I just need that insurance. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I elected. Oh no, for sure. I elected to get for the sure. life insurance. Because I had medical issues, so they won't give me no. So I had to get that life insurance punched through. But I know what you're saying, cause like when I go to Florida, Georgia, you know, travel around, I'll be seeing that same thing too. Motherfuckers out here hustling and stuff, 
But even in the South, you'll see black people hustling. But what I found out about this area in Seattle where we stay, Northwest, whatever, is it's over. It's a it's a double thing. It's like regulation. They regulate you out. Like other places, they'll like let you slide. They'll like even not have no regulation. They'll have a, a, a like in Florida, it's like open air entrepreneur. There ain't nobody tripping. You can sell ribs at the at the off ramp to the freeway. Right. Here you do it, but you you get in trouble. But see, you can pitch a tent up at the same off ramp and not sell nothing. Yeah. And living it. See what I'm saying? This is where yeah. this is the difference, you know, between like the liberal uh progressive idea because they is what do you call it? Uh nanny state type of thing where you, they're your nanny. Like yo, oh, you might get sick. We got to have these regulations in place to protect you from the little guy. But they, but but they say the big guy, but they're really trying to protect you from the little guy. Mm-hmm. They're trying to stop the little guy from interfering with the big guy. Facts. And so, yeah, I know you was down there. You seen a whole lot of hustling, right? And but- oh yeah, yeah, that there, there, and and you know the the thing is is that they didn't do the whole this my strip shit. Right, everybody wasn't together. Yeah. Right, nigga went to spots where there was little like multiple food trucks, bro. Some of these shits was pretty much selling the same thing, bro. Yeah. Right, Mexican cooking ain't super fast like that, bro. Yeah. If you take me to a Mexican spot, especially a food truck, I could off top without seeing the menu tell you eight things that are definitely on the menu. Yeah. Right, but then they got these dudes. They doing whatever they doing, right? These motherfuckers might be selling chips. They don't even have a price. You got to go over there to find out the price. Another dude might be next to them. They selling chicken. Now, mind you, this is in a black neighborhood. We look across the street, there'll be black-owned businesses, but there's not no black people hustling unless it's drugs and alcohol. Yes. Right? I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing the lady with the fried chicken plates just out there on the corner. Yeah. Even though they in a neighborhood that's full of their own kind, not in Mexican, still come out there and post that. Then they had a other. Then they had other areas where it was a bunch of Asians and whatever, whatever, doing what they do. But one one thing I definitely know, and this is just me coming from Seattle, seeing what I'm seeing, right? We black people, we got a certain mentality probably kind of everywhere we go. It's almost like a record deal. Right back in the day, it wasn't about if you could put your music out. We respected the niggas who got signed because the signed niggas is the real rappers. The independent niggas, they the ones who's just doing music out their mom's basement, not really understanding doing the music out your mom's basement means you control everything yeah Yeah, you sign you sign to a deal your control and that that's what that's with anything nigga i don't care what nobody say if you work 
for the top food company in Oakland, yeah. I bet you that you signed an agreement to not compete with them. Yeah. I bet you I bet you if you work for the top food producer in Northern California, nigga, you don't got no stand on the side making no extra bread. Starbucks because does that's that. what you committed not to do when you signed with them. Yeah, Starbucks does that. Yeah. My ex used to be up in uh new store acquisition and she told me that's what they do. They have like they have like these non compete areas, you know. Where nobody else can be up in there. You know? Um, man, yeah, because like when I, yeah, man, that's crazy because shit, we, we, I'm telling you, man. Look, and th- but then uh, be on the fair side, a lot of the people that come across the border and set up shop and stuff, they get special concessions too because they be getting that little five year no tax. They get the little, uh, they get to the bag. They don't got to go through the SBA, really. They get a clean, mm-hmm. they get a clean uh, credit. They get a clean credit so they can come up on that truck hella quick. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's so many of them that done ran through now. They just buying trucks off of, uh, like the Koreans do. They'll buy stuff from other Koreans. So they got a little ecosystem within themselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what type of food did I mean? I saw you. I saw online. I couldn't think. My homeboy didn't hit me back because he was over there messing with. Uh, oh yeah, uh, get well rapping Forte. I guess he was over there. He's a uh, Forte's manager, and he didn't really get. Okay. Back. He's over there dealing with something with Forte and his health. So you know, hope you know, hope Forte gets better. You know, rapping Forte. So anyway, so. Um, what kind of food did you get? Man, I got some soul food. God, you know, Mexican foods was everywhere, so. Yeah. We was pulling up the food trucks, getting that. We got some, we got some Jamaican food. How was that? Or whatever. Hey, I'm going to say this. Hey, bro, I'm about to make somebody mad. The Mexican food here is better, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, bro, the Mexican, like, I'm talking about the straight food truck food. Yeah. Our, our food truck food, because, you know, I fuck with Mexican food. So, yeah. I was I was going around giving them chances, and I, and it was cool, but I was just like, yeah, Seattle, they, maybe it's a little bit of a different struggle. Maybe they got to make it a little bit better for whatever purposes, but over there, some of that shit, it looked good, but that shit was kind of just threw together. Oh, Okay. Yeah, their Berea was watery. You know, like, I, I was all like, yeah, Berea in Seattle, that that right there, we you would get absolutely plastered for that here. But out there, I'm figuring that the city's so fast and just the way, it's just a different culture. So it's just like, hey, here, get it, go. Yeah. You know, get up out of here. Everything closed early, so you having a food truck is going to work for you because all, all the restaurants are closed by like between 9 and 11. Yeah. And and, and there's a bunch that even closed earlier than that. So, the night, hey bro, when it's nighttime, hey bro, them food trucks run shit. And they have so many that are off the grid, nigga. You just drive on Heatenburger through East Oakland and you, nigga, just be bending corners. Okay, turn here, turn here. Da-da-da. Man, shit. You might take a right 
and go. Yeah. With full card set. It, it, it's a it's a goddamn open market. And, yeah. and nigga ain't no ain't no nothing. Ain't no permits. Yeah. And and the police be on the corner. Oh nigga, the police is out here. Man, you fucking with these people. Yeah. So you know that that's a yeah, bro, they yeah. sell it. They sell it. Fruit. They sell it flowers. Look, the fruit thing's interesting because I was on Beacon, you know, working on Beacon Hill, and right around the time McPherson's closed, I was telling them, I was like, yo, the Mexicans are selling oranges three blocks over, and they got a, they put a stand up on the corner, right? Mangoes, oranges, and will sell out. And I'm talking about a hundred of each. And there's and McPherson's is over there. Oh, we're about to close because of the because of COVID, the economy. But with, but the Mexicans, they meet up over there by the uh, VA hospital. They drive over from Yakima with the crates and they sell it to each other and they go around the city and disperse that shit. Yeah. Hustling. Yeah, bro. It, it's uh, it's and, and and here be here be the thing. Here be the thing with us. We don't do that. As a matter of fact, we hoard shit because we don't want to see other black people get money. Hey, bro, I got a theory. Yeah. Let's just say we had a guy, he was a philanthropist. We're just gonna say his name is Rich. Yeah. Rich gives money away. Relevant to what your goals, your dreams are, what your accomplishments are, everybody don't get the same money, right? Rich ain't giving a successful entrepreneur the type of money he might give a crackhead, right? A crackhead, he's going to give you enough money for the month. An entrepreneur, he might shoot you half a million, right? But now you tell niggas, I got this bread. I got, I'm I'm super rich. I don't got a lot of time. I got half a billion to just give away to black people. The black people you tell first, they're going to try to figure out a way to get more money out of you than what you would give them. Yeah. Now, all they got to do is go tell other black people, get with this dude, he going to get you the bread. Yeah. Nah, we going to sell the club. We going to tell them, well, uh, he going to give you the money, but if you want the club, you got to give me 30%. Like, we going to do something instead of just helping a nigga out because he's a nigga. See, when you black, we don't fuck with, like, black people don't fuck with other black people on nothing simply because they black. Something gotta be in it for them. Yeah. Right now, Travis Kelsey, he's good at football, he's a handsome white dude, and he dance good. Black women love him, bro. Yeah. Now think about how many niggas is good at sports, they're handsome and can dance good. Yo, bro, black women don't like you just for that. Yeah. Right? And that's just Yeah, bro, that's just what it is. And you know what? I seen that I seen that same shit down in Oakland. I seen that same shit in Berkeley. That same shit in Frisco. Like what's been dog whistled is that black people we think everything is higher than us, even though we try to push that home 
Panther mind state, but bro, we ain't really thinking like that, bro. Yeah, you see that uh, question he posted about the Panthers? Uh, logic? Uh-huh. Talking about, I can't remember the question off top. When he was talking about Karinga, would it be appropriate to celebrate Kwanzaa? No, you know, knowing that the, the Panthers and them, and what be crazy, bro, the same people who do Kwanzaa, they the same people who set up the Black Panther reunions. Yeah. If you look this shit up in Seattle, the same entities that supported the Black Panther Party is the same entities that support Kwanzaa, bro. At, at the end of the day, we just, from top to bottom, we just don't stand for nothing like that, bro. It's just a known fact. Yeah. Right? Have you, uh, there was a comedian. He had a joke about gangs, and he said, I was in whatever gang was winning. Right? Yeah. I'm in this gang on Monday. Oh, they start losing. I'm in this game on gang on Wednesday. Oh, what what gang got a got a party on Thursday? I'm in that gang on Friday. Oh, I'm at this gang because they got the barbecue. On Saturday, I'm I'm go I'm with this gang. They they got resources for the community. I'm in every gang, bro. That's black people, bro. Yeah. One minute, one minute we Bible thumpers. The next minute we uh we you know we 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 push in more african spirituality the next minute uh we need to hold white people accountable we want reparations the next minute it's botg white man don't owe you nothing one minute it's all about entrepreneurism black wall street we need to bring that back um another time oh uh entrepreneurism nah people need a job because the, the, the benefits hey bro Black people, we're in whatever narrative is winning. Oh, self-hate is winning? Is there more money in self-hate? I hate black people. Yeah. Is there more money in unity? I'm unity. Look, but if, yeah, if there's more money in being ratchet, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. If, if there, look, if, if, if there's more money in respecting the black woman, I'm pushing that narrative. If there's more money in pimping, I'm on Aurora. Yeah. This, this is this is my people, bro. And it gets crazy because I talk about it. I always say it in love, bro. Right? Niggas don't ignore me. They'll argue with me. But then they'll say, yeah, we mad at Charleston White because he be telling the truth. And I'm all like, well, damn. That's interesting because we so defeated, we don't even see the truth unless there's disparagement behind it. See, with black people, disrespect is such a way of life with us, we don't really think nobody loves us unless they being disrespectful, bro. Yeah. So this, 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 is, this is what's going on out here, bro. Man, and look, it's like, they, they, they about to, you know, with the uh, illegals right, man, there, look, there's so many uh, illegals crossing that border, and I ain't just talking about Latin, Hispanic, I'm talking about uh, Africans, all kinds, right? There's so many. It's like, they said they found 30,000 30, at one part of Arizona in one week. It's, it's a wrap. Look, Beacon Hill, Beacon Hill, my last, when I got off work uh, last week, Beacon Hill, 100% illegals, bro. 
100% where I was. 100%. No Americans. At all. They talk about gentrification, but these fools is out gentrifying the gentrifiers. Oh uh, yeah, bro, and all that, all that, all that by design. Man. Oh, that's by design, bro. Gentrification ain't nothing but a bunch of bait switches, and then they try to see who they can have holding the bag at the end. Whoever's holding the bag at the bag at the end is the bad guy. Yeah. But we don't really deal with who got the ball rolling. Because we know who got the ball rolling fast. And and, and and the thing is is that we always want to make sure we got a good relationship with Zaddy. This yeah. is how come this is how come people say shit like I I stand with Israel. Then you'll ask them about something going on in the culture church and they'll say, Oh, I can't speak on that. I don't know nothing about it. If you don't know what's going on in black churches, how the fuck you know what's going on in Gaza? Yeah. But this is but this is my people, bro. This yeah. is my people. Think about this, bro. In shop culture. I, I'm gonna talk to you about being on call real quick. Being on call ain't what you say, bro. It's what you don't say. Being on call and what you do is what you don't do when you can do something else. Let's talk about shop culture real quick. The nigga who founded shop culture ain't even around no more. Niggas that ran a nigga out their own house. Nigga built a mansion. We painted on the walls, pissed in the corner. We was we was rude to the worker, like whatever, whatever. Well, explain now, what what's defined shop culture. Shop culture is the group, is a, is a Facebook group. It was supposed to be based on black people growing and developing certain networks. Okay. Right? So within the group, it became a self-hate group all the way to the point where if you talk about unity, it's going to get explosive because most of the people up in that group, they got jobs, they got careers. Well, people with careers... You got to know how to talk to people. You can't be disruptive. You can't be argumentative. You can't be petty. You can't always be caught up in having the last word. You don't get to keep arguments going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And you don't get to implement your shit. You don't get to implement yourself in the things that have nothing to do with you. Well, in shop culture, you can. Right? And it's a, it's a getaway, bro. It's an escape. Yeah. Right? It's almost like video games. Bro, when niggas play Fortnite, you're really that person. When people put them goggles on and, and they play them games or whatever, you know, them 4D, whatever them games are called. When they do that, you become that person. Bro, it's the same thing in these groups. Right? This is who I really want to be because in real life, no one's gonna fuck with me if I run around here always trying to argue about shit. They're not. Yeah. So, but online, I could get a whole following doing that. Right, see, Charleston White, you know what he did? All he did was he looked at us online and he said, oh, this is what we do. So online, I could do this. In real life, I'm gonna be another way. Like, yo, bro, it's the same shit. Think about it. Think about how many people you get a whole different person online, bro. Yeah, but it is like 
it's easy to trigger us because we don't have nothing. We don't have nothing. Everything is out there. We don't have no uh, secret. Our hot button is is right there. We ain't got no secrets. That's the problem. And and we also yeah everything we Hold need on. to have input on. Yeah. Every every you know uh, anybody who makes a decision, I get to implement my view on the decision now. Yeah. Right back in the day. <laughs> We was kind of quick to be like, okay, well, that's their relationship. Well, that's what they do over at their house. Yeah. Now, I feel I have the right to tell somebody what's right and wrong and how they raise their kids. Yeah. Look. You know, like, we, we might see, man, niggas, niggas might see a mom disciplining a kid. See, it used to be this. We don't know what happened before now. Right? I, I know what I'm saying, but... This nigga might have been fucking with his mom all week and she's fed up today. Yeah. And she's ready to whoop everybody's ass. Yeah. You know what? Instead of instead of me looking at it that way, I'll say the mom is abusive, bro. And I'll go make a post about it. I'll take a picture, dragging it. Bro, I don't even know nothing about this woman, bro. You but know? you know what? There's better ways. And you know who got the better ways for her? Me. I got all the answers, bro. Yeah, and I was just watching Charlemagne a clip talking about him talking about Jonathan Majors and how they Jonathan Majors just basically got convicted of a misdemeanor and all the other charges were dropped and he got he got basically got assault just for touching her. He didn't like hit the chick and nothing like that. He got he basically got convicted for pushing her back in the cab and and running. Yeah, but when the fix is in, bro, the fix is in. Yeah. And and the Jonathan the Jonathan Major situation, the fix was in on that from day one. Like yeah, they, anybody who was anybody who kind of understood knew this was a done deal. Tory Lanez, bro. Tory Lanez was done already. Like by the yeah. time we started talking about it, he was already convicted. Yeah, and oh, oh, but he's had a good point. He said, "Yeah, in the Marvel universe, it's quick to pull the pull the trigger on Jonathan Majors and the Kang thing, right?" But he said that, but you know, Hawkeye is part of Marvel with Jeremy Rimmer, and Jeremy Rimmer's wife went to court and said that he was beating her up and was raping her, and yep. they and they and they didn't even cancel Hawkeye. They put Hawkeye in the movie still. Hey, bro. Several. When, when, when you a black man, when you a black man, your woman has all the credibility with you. This this is why I say uh, a black man, it don't really matter what he show or what he represents. It really matter what his woman say because she's going to be the credibility. And then if she vouch for you, Nothing better go wrong because we all going to turn on her. See, black people, we don't get to have moments. Right? See, white people, they can argue in public. 
go at it, not want to touch each other, and we'll understand, well, sometimes people don't like each other. It don't mean they ain't in love. Nigga, let me and Mitra get into it somewhere publicly. And watch out, bro, I can promise you. Oh, it, bro, this, this, shit, this shit dominates us to the point we'll face some shit. How many times have you seen some black people out faking some shit, recording, trying to go viral? Yeah. Half of these videos that we see where uh, the woman done caught the dude or whatever done happened, bro, these be fake videos, bro, set up to get an emotional response out of black people because that's all we are. Yeah. We're emotional. emotional. That's how we generate shit, through emotion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, I was, and another thing I was looking at, I was looking at this shit with Trump. Look. And then taking them off the Colorado ballot, dude. That's some wild shit. Nah, we see, man, bro, you're forgetting. Now you're forgetting the conversations we've had. Me and you talk. I don't know which episode it was, but I was all like, hey, Rich. Think about this, right? Every state is independent. Like, that's why they say, it's like, yeah, we the United States of America, but... Washington, if Washington really wanted to ban Lay's potato chips, yeah. they could. I'm yeah. not saying Lay's potato chips wouldn't be here at all, but if they wanted to, they could say, we can't have them. If they wanted to say, nigga, we don't have Florida oranges here, we only get oranges from California, and okay, we'll do that. So if we could do that, we could do that in politics. But it's just crazy to me that, you know, the Democrats, the liberals, you know, uh, that we've been riding with all this time, right? They're, they're trying to take the high horse on this and throw uh, Trump in jail and get him off the ballot. And because he did say they apparently he did something illegal, right? He ain't been convicted yet, but they let a uh, hundred thousand people a month run across the border and do illegal, you know, illegally, and then they even let them vote in some places and have driver's license. Mm -hmm. But they, but they cool with that. So what this just goes to show is that your laws don't mean shit, and your amendments mean just as much. Nothing. Yeah, I think right. That, yeah. Like, like they say, laws are made to be broken, but. What law doesn't get broken already? So when they talk to me about illegal shit, yeah. right, my thing is all like, well, what's illegal that niggas don't do? Jaywalking is illegal. Yeah. Yo, I see more. I see more of that. That that's like the most heinous crime committed in America. Like everyone just jaywalks. It, it, I know it's a law, but how many of us actually follow it? Whenever the only time cops enforce that shit is when they feel like being assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Right there, there, there's all type of shit, nigga. You can't be drunk in public, but they got festivals for you to be publicly drunk. Yeah. The whole point of the festival is for you to overdrink, overindulge, and be on one. Yeah. Even though being like that is illegal, nigga, stealing is illegal. Right. But me and you, right now, we could pick a spot, and we could walk up in there, and we could just take shit. And technically, they're not supposed to do nothing. Now, I'm not saying they won't. We black. But technically, 
you're supposed to be able, I should be able to just take this shit and walk out. But the laws say I can't. You know what's funny? Oh, nigga, they'll just make a whole new law. They won't even change the law. They'll just say, hey, uh, we're not enforcing this, right? Just where we was. You know what's funny about that? It's always wonder when people go run up in the store and they say the security guards can't touch nobody, but you can go to a club and do some shit and a bouncer can bounce and can body slam your ass on your head. You see? You see how this works? Cause that le- that leads me to believe that the stores are doing some sort of insurance scam. You can't do nothing, but you can slam a dick on their head. Yeah, you can't do right, that. But 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 see clubs Clubs make a crazy amount of bread. Yeah. So what what are cops here to do? Cops are here to pr- like just like overseers, right? Yeah. Officer, overseer, the KRS shit. They were there to protect property. Yeah, they were dealing with people, but niggas is property. Right? Just like me and you. Look, bro, whenever we work, whoever we working for, hey bro, we property, bro. Yeah. That that that's just the gist of it. Yeah. You know, and and you can talk about your workers' rights and all this stuff and whatever, whatever. Hey, I tell you what, I don't care how many worker rights get violated, them companies is gonna be here. You, I ain't never heard of a company folding because it was racist or sexist. Yeah. Right. Look at the movie industry. None of these companies have folded. Because of sexual misconduct. Well, yeah, especially like the record companies that have been getting right. sued. Yeah. Interesting. Right. So, so, so this, this type of practice is acceptable because this goes all the way back to how the country was founded, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. Sacagawea was a concubine, bro. Yeah. Sacagawea was a slave, my nigga. She was compromised. They didn't. They didn't go to her the same way we 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 got our women and and, and negotiated terms and yeah. oh well did it did nah my nigga listen you gonna fuck with me no matter what yeah. now I might I might have made you think I wooed you but nah you was finna do this shit yeah because that's that's story. we call that human trafficking right now that's called human trafficking sir. They turned a human trafficking story into a goddamn Disney movie. That's called human trafficking, sir. Yeah. And, and, if, and if you got enough, whatever, whatever, you can make that happen seeing other ethnicities. It's just understood if you got enough power, you can do that. Bro, the old head crime boss in Italy, this dude just seen his wife one day and just kidnapped her. And, and and everyone just tells the story. Like, she was all like, yeah, I was doing this and this. And then they just came and got me. They took me away. And in the car, they were explaining to me what was going on. Now, mind you, she got a life going on. She done went out to the market. Her mom expected her to come home. Hey, see, with these other ethnicities, the way it go, when they want something, they take it. Yeah. Right? No, how, well, no matter how they do it, when when Mexicans want some shit, 
they going to take it. They going to overwhelm you. Oh, we didn't overwhelm them. That didn't work. Bring in the gangsters. See, they're not going to come in with the gangsters first. They going to come in with the migrants. Yeah. They going to come in with the they going to come in with the lemon sellers, the orange sellers. They going to come in with the food cart. They yeah. going to come in with the lady who got the who, who got the basket and the tamales. Yeah, right? The, so the that's going to be the face of everything. Huh? And the fentanyl. And then I was just gonna get to that. The next wave is the drugs, right? The next wave after that are the professional positions. Yeah. The gangsters is the last line of defense. If, if we can't get you up out of here by the sheer numbers, then we'll green light the gangsters and we'll be the cancer and the cure. We'll have people to speak against it, but at the same time, they don't prevent nothing. I can promise you, if a Mexican gang greenlit a Mexican neighborhood of legitimate workers, like how they do with the avocados, I can guarantee you that plan would would get foiled early. They wouldn't really let certain things happen. See, with black people, they'll hear about it. They'll let some houses get firebombed. Some kids get kidnapped and cut up into pieces all this stuff then they'll be like oh well we have a problem then a report will come out that they actually knew about this and had somebody undercover but they couldn't substantiate it yeah. and i'm all like well how'd you know about it but couldn't substantiate nothing yeah right but see when you black you can do that you could know everything and nothing add up like hey bro this is just what it is meanwhile we're sitting there blowing each other's heads off Meanwhile, or, or we're like, see, with us, the, the primary thing with us is to just keep us fighting, yeah. right? It, 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 black people, things wouldn't be so bad with us if it was just the vice lords and the GDs or the Crips and the Bloods or whoever, the east side versus north side niggas. I don't really know what the demographics of a war are, but with us, it's everyone versus everyone. It's young versus old. Yeah. It's professional versus blue collar. It's educated versus out the mud. Well, it's versus north women. versus south. It's east versus west. Man versus women. Light skin versus dark skin. At the end of the day, it's always a problem. And we're vested in it. Right? Yeah. Think about this. Whenever a black person says, Let's leave this fighting in the past. There's going to be somebody like mad about that because they, you know, me, me being able to hate myself really matters, bro. Yeah. Ooh, that's right. Like there, there, there's people who I love them dearly, but people talk about you more because of that than they do about anything else you've done in real life. So what you going to gravitate to? Mm -hmm. I'm going to gravitate to this shit because, hey, one thing about black people, bro, we're so unrecognizable, mm -hmm. we just want to be recognized for something. Yeah. And if, and if, and if my recognition is uh, all I do is cut black women or however it goes, yeah. right? This is why you got to do like a yada, right? Think about this. There's no such thing as a black scammer that just does a scam, and that's the scam he runs. Like white people with Amway or with Herbalife, 
right? Or in the pulpit, Jimmy Graham and all them. Black people, hey, by the time a nigga get to that pulpit being a preacher and running that scam, look at what he been doing. I bet you the nigga done did five, six, seven scams before that. Yeah. Right? Look at this nigga Yada. He went from street hustler. Then he was doing the whole health shit. Then he was doing the spiritual enlightenment. He had the little unk. He had the little fez with the unk on it. Then he got caught up in tranny gate with polite, right? Got caught up with like three or four women being abusive. Now the nigga is like the new 100% man, like a femininity. Oh, well, yeah, a woman can't reach her femininity if, if you're not giving her the tools to be feminine. So now he pays all the bills. This is a this is a nigga who was just pushing polygyny and polygamy, and he was saying, "Nah, it's the women's job to do this and that, and it, and it's the man's job to orchestrate it." Oh, that sounds like pimping. If it's the woman's job to make the money, and it's the man's job to distribute it properly, that's pimping. That sounds like TD you know Cakes, huh? That sounds like TD Jakes, aka TD Cakes. That sounds like T Take That Cake. Uh, 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 Papa Smurf. Man, come on, man. We know TD means take that. Yeah, Papa Smurf. Take that, man. Take <laughs> that <laughs> cake. Take them cakes, man. Trying so, to say so he ain't gonna address no. He ain't gonna address no lie on God's pulpit. Nah, man. Not on a day like this. Nah, he ain't addressing. No, fuck. He want to address something for. Uh, uh-uh. uh. He, well, he, is he going to address it, uh, South Beach with Diddy in a press conference? Uh, I, I bet he want to address it there. I either. mean, hey, bro, you have you heard the little thing where he's talking about being swallowed? No. Man, bro, this dude was all like, yeah, have you ever just had a swallowing? Have you ever just been swallowed? And I'm listening at the way he's saying it. I'm all like, ah, oh, yeah, bro, you are off that, bro. Oh, like man. we, we really, we. I think that the black delegation might really have to have a sit down about you, bro. Yeah, we gotta have a sit down, man. You know what else we gotta have a sit down about is Oprah. Ah, uh, man. See, here's the thing with that. When it's too uh, much, it's Oprah, too much Oprah, shit Oprah, around Oprah. Oprah. Oprah, Oprah's one of them ones, bro. Like, Oprah, we love Oprah, bro. Bro, they go, and, they gonna get her. I don't know why she over there playing. They gonna get her I mean, eventually. What, what happened to the girls at the school? Well, girl. She opened that school up and all them kids got molested. Oh, you talking about over in Africa? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that ain't nothing but bro. You just you just told us what that was. But that, know, we call that human trafficking. Yeah, but you, you know just what? I, what it was. But you know what I heard though. I heard. Okay, so I, okay, so the judge ordered the Weinstein list released. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, well, I I I've heard that. Right. See, my thing is it's that coming you out. Have done a little, I, you probably have a little more information than I do. But yes, I did hear that. But the but I did the, read that. The I list, did read that. The list has already been out on the dark web for a minute. But 
what I'm saying, you know, uh, Oprah is a bunch of rich people that's fighting to get their names off. High-profile people fighting with the begging the judge to take their names off. And I heard Oprah is one of them. And I heard, and this is what I heard. I don't know. This may be rumored that she done took a hundred million and moved that shit to Switzerland. And has been selling, has been doing the Russell Simmons selling properties in the United States and moving a lot of her shit offshore. I don't know. Well, you know, you know, Russell Simmons just had an interview. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that just happened. So when when I start seeing stuff like that, when I start seeing them giving voices to dudes who they had previously made voiceless, yeah, that tells that tells me a lot too. So I mean, we you know, as far as Oprah go, I think we all know her day is coming. But yeah. what? What day is that? Right, like yeah. I think they're gonna get Jay too, cause it's Jay and Foxy thing, and it's a Leah mess. All this stuff about to come unravel. Like they said, they getting they getting rid of hip hop. See, they want to push the negative rap in Africa. They already doing it. You know what I'm saying? They about to implode reggaeton, cause the creator of the reggaeton beat. These two uh, Jamaican dudes is suing for everyone. It's like, uh, shit, Daddy Yankee got, he's suing him 77 for 77 songs. So I'm thinking a lot of this shit, they about to, they about to really just make a shift. They see, we, we are in America, we are been the litmus test and we've been the, uh, the scientific laboratory for a lot of this genocide. Like, the Nazis learned about what they was doing from American slavery. Right, from watching, yeah, from watching what happened with us, facts. Yeah, and so rap, hip-hop, negative propaganda, they learned that here, and then Goebbels took that and was using that with the Nazis. Now, I think they're trying to de deploy, uh, like Ebro said, oh, yeah, they're not signing no more acts, no rap acts. They're trying to focus on Latin America and Africa. The, the two strongest, I mean, the two strongest places where Europeans can't get a foothold. Where we could even we could look at a dude like a Bad Bunny. Yeah. Right, like now, that's a funny thing. Just, just that name, like, what you mean, Bad Bunny? Like, bro, you're a Latin guy. Latin dudes. I'm not saying they're the most masculine dudes. But mas Latin dudes are mainly proudly masculine. Like, yeah. they really are. They really are. So it's all like you got a masculine dude named Bad Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Who named you that, bro? Yeah. We all know what's up with that shit, man. They trying to, they trying to, they trying to deploy because what's happening the people are rising up around the world. Europe ain't really got the pull it got. That's why we over there fuck around Middle East. Now we bombing Iran, bombing we bombing Syria. The but the but the uh, Arab the Muslims are fucking up all the trade. They're hitting the ships, and there's nothing they can do because they learn from the Ethiopians. 
to Somalians. You can go out there and fuck them ships up with a 14-foot uh, 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 boat with a 14-horsepower uh, motor. Go out there and blow up a whole goddamn tanker. So we're going into a new age to where... So watch the gas price about to creep back up because of that shit, too. That's, the, that's their justification. Like, we going into some world shit. The, like, the Israelis, they're pretty much, in my opinion, uh, in many people's opinion, are the new, basically the new Nazis. They've installed themselves as the Nazis in regards to their dealings with the Palestinians. So, you well, know... They should, they should remind me of the typical... Yeah. Eurocentric mentality, right? The strongest European crime groups all built themselves off of them. Yeah. Be it the Italians, be it the Irish, like the Germans, the Russians, like that's how they got there. Yeah. But one thing I know, when they get stolen from, it's an abomination. Yeah. Right, but that makes sense because why would you allow me to make a living the same way you made a living? Yeah, yeah. That that's just that's just how it goes. So now when they show shit like a bunch of black kids running up in a spot, taking everything, right? Do I like that? No, nah, I don't like that. But what the problem is is that someone is doing it outside of y'all because those are the tactics you were known for. Yeah. Right? They're bro, they're, they're, they're stories of white youth going into black neighborhoods where they controlled everything and just coming in 30, 40, 50, 60 deep. Just stealing. Man. My uh, grandparents we're, used we're to the tell most me about da- it. We're the most dangerous on earth because we absorbed air all that shit yep that's why we're sitting there talking about it now talking about how we are just fighting this fight because we're just now we're at the point where we're just a warrior culture within a war within a genocidal culture we're warriors warriors within a genocide where we we are a genocidal culture and it and it and it's all the way to our leadership. Yeah, right. You... See, this is this is how I know we don't get to pick our own leaders. Yeah, this is how I this is how I know this, bro. Like we can we can have a dude come out who represents everything that hurts us, and it'll be like, oh well, he telling the truth. And and my thing is that oh. No one, no one's saying, man, he's really putting in work. Niggas just be like, yeah, but he's telling the truth. Yeah. And I be thinking to myself, well, all the people that I deal with day in and day out, all they've ever done is tell the truth. Yeah. But we're not supporting them for telling the truth. Yeah. Right? Bro, no, no one is supporting Trey Holiday. Because she tells the truth. Trey, Trey been doing shit way before. Convergent. 
the covenant and I yeah. met Trey yeah. shooting a documentary. And you know what she was talking about? What? Violence in the black community. Now, here's what's so called. The day she recorded it, I remember who was there. 90% of them niggas either got life or they dead. Yeah. Most of the people she interviewed for her documentary ain't even here no more. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, so when we looking at these problems and these issues, what we got to understand is that the only people that get honored and respected for telling the truth are plants. Yeah. A person who's really about the work, yeah. nigga. So what you telling the truth? That's the least you could do. Yeah. You should be telling the truth. Yeah. And that and that's the way that's the way we feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. And with that I gotta run. Yep. But I holler at you. Alright my God, good yeah. talking. Good talking. Peace. Peace. Politico.com. Yeah.